Okay, I understand all that, but what would possess you to send Jimmy Swaggart, of all people, well, $150 of your hard-earned money? I sent him more than that. You sent him more than that? And Jimmy, and, 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 and uh, Tammy Wynette. Do you mean his wife, Tammy? I don't think she's Tammy Wynette. Tammy huh? Wynette. Tammy Wynette was the Tammy, country singer. Tammy, Tammy Baker, excuse me. <laughs> Tammy Faye. Huh? Tammy Faye Baker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she needed it, but I don't know if he needed it. But see, I, I, I serve the church. Okay. But you didn't ever think of serving like the churches that were close to you? Because I, I thought money was joy. What was your education in? I had all these operators, huh? What what was your what was your learning in, in cosmetology? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So you learned about nails and hair and uh, skin. And makeup, everything. Did you enjoy that? Love it. Wow. I like the beauty world. You love beauty. I like looking beautiful. I dress up. I like to dress up. Girl, I love to dress up. <laughs> everything matching. Oh, no. matching everything. oh, no. I know in the 80s everything was so matchy matchy. I bought my mother back to the event a sweater for $300. Wow. Yes. Absolutely. Probably the with richest, a whole bunch of tacky stuff on it. In, in, in Maryland, richest store in no, Maryland. No, no. And that's when I bought my mother, my father. <laughs> I'm sure they look good. <laughs> but answer me this: no how, how did how did these people do the hair with these long nails? You know, no. like the FloJo nails. Nails with longer nails than this, real long. But how did they do the hair? Because they you saw. No, no, no. But is that sanitary? Because if you got those long nails and you're trying to do like a, a perm, a color, doesn't that get up under the nails? No, you, you wear gloves. You can't wear gloves on top of those nails? Yes, you can. If you're coloring hair, you can. You oh, so wait. They cut off the tips, put the nails through. But then it would still get up in the under the nail, right? Because that were, uh, the beauty shows, which is which is every uh, February and March is what I'm saying. But I wouldn't see you be interested in that, but you got women I would nail, go. nails this long and do hair. Because they're professional. Okay. They, they've, uh, they've trained to be teachers. And it doesn't slow them down. Like, no. I, some of them, it seems like at a certain point, they start to use the nail as a tool to like, you know, when they're wrapping it, it's like, I've seen that before, where they're like doing like this, and like they kind of use the nail to, is, a, is like helping them do it. You see this nail here? That's yeah. not considered long, but mine used to be this long, from here to here. See, that's, mm -hmm. I don't know how you Cause, do it. Because, you know, you, it's a you, feeling. You very, you're feminine, and you do hair feminine, very feminine, and you, you hold your hand up, and you... And you don't, you don't just do the hair. So that you makes, hurry. you think that makes people like, want to come in the shop. Yes. And so that's, that's yes. a big part of the business yes. is how you look. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh. Guess you don't want no Girl, jacked you up hairdressers. Nothing then. Because you'd be like, if you look jacked up, how are you going to make me look good? Yeah. Mm. 
couldn't tell you that nothing? Was a, no. Oh, I'm just still the same person, but, but I was more mellow, even more mellow. I didn't talk at all, but I knew my stuff. So what was on your mind? Huh? But, but like, you were religious still, but what was on your mind, just being an entrepreneur? Yeah, being an entrepreneur, having six operators working for you, making the same money, and then you take... You get how the, how did you choose fifty percent of what they made? If I ever made a, a hundred fifty dollars a hair, but how did you select? Like, what did you look for in a hairdresser? Well, I look for friendliness, for smiling, mm-hmm. and, and uh, 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 if you were stable, and I knew it, I could tell. Mm-hmm. You can't fool me. When you say stable, you mean like stable not going to be like I'm not coming in on Friday, uh, like that or. Yeah. Missing appointments. Stable-minded, stable-looking. Stable when I say looking, they look uh, sure of themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they had a personality plus. Mm-hmm. Did they have to come with their own clientele? No, not at that time. Because okay. during, during the curls... Honey, it was so popular, during, during people didn't curl, care. Baby, you don't have, look, during the curls, some people outside, listen to this, waiting to 12 o'clock midnight to get in your shop. Hi, uh, I'll clean up. I'll clean up. Oh, boy. So what do you think? Do you think that that just happened on its own? Or was it like, was it a Michael Jackson thing? No, no, Everybody no. saw Michael and wanted it? No, Michael didn't have nothing to do with it. Oh, he didn't have it yet? He had nothing to do with it. Oh. We were, we were people were getting this thing called the Jerry Curl. Make your hair grow. Make your hair beautiful. You can have hair look like white people. Oh, no. Oh, yes, honey. No, but it's still their own hair. Did they not understand that it, it was the moisture that made their hair grow? Yes, but see, it's then, not. Then if you wipe the moisture, but in the beginning they didn't know that you could you could dry the hair out with that moisture, dry that moisture out, and the curls would still be bouncing pretty. They thought they had to have all that cream and stuff. They thought that it, that they, made because, their hair. Yeah, because because that, that was all in the collars, all over the clothes. It's and, it's in that movie Soul Glow. Uh, I'm in. Uh, what movie is that? Coming to America. Oh. You ever seen that scene? Yeah, but I know. I remember now. Where the, the guy gets up from the couch and his soul glow had dripped all down the couch. <laughs> no. <laughs> the hot guy. The hot guy. <laughs> but see, then you stop doing that because we found out that you could put it on and, 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 uh, and if you moisten it, a little bit of, little bit of moisture... Your hair would curl anyway, because your hair is curly. It's all about the moisture. But what cracked me up is that they would be spraying. They would spray like these sparkles. The hair would grow all the way down your back. Yeah. Uh, It could right now. Mm -hmm. If people did it, I mean, if I really didn't have this eczema. I could really take care of my hair, but because I can't, but, I can't but mess with it. People have grown out of that uh, curly. They've grown out of that now. They do weeks. Just as a transition, but most girls have, most black girls I know have, they have natural hair. Their hair is long. You just, you just don't know it because it curls up. You know what I mean? Like, if you do, still a lot of bleaching, color, a lot of stuff. You drying your hair out, so your hair gets overprocessed and so it's going to really well, shrink up. You have up. to stop that in the other do another look. You either go to to 
to uh, to braids. Do another. Try something else. That's not working. Huh? <laughs> you sound like you're trying to say it in a nice way. Like, no, honey, you need to try something else. Yeah. <laughs> no, you need no. a new look uh, for a couple of months, and then you'll come back to the curl. Yeah, yeah I like that. to just I like to change it up all the time. It's just I can't always see, touch that, that, it. Honey, we made so much money. You can make. I'm telling you, this is no lie. You can make it. My mother should have seven hundred dollars a, a day. day. That's easy. And the girls, I had operating working for me. I was a pocket pockets full of money. Pocket, pocket. Oh my god! And I would give you money. I so wait, but money. what? When did when did it first? How did it catch on? Who saw back it and 80, was like? Back in the eight, uh, yeah, but somebody had to show people. Well, how did they show? even find we went it? To beauty shows. They had big beauty shows. We went to beauty York. shows, and then Jazz, people said, "How did Jazz, you do that?" J- J- they had they had beauty shows and sending out all hairdressers. Uh, what, the, what was taking place at the beauty show? And honey, we all went crazy when we saw we could look how look how pretty. If you had kinky hair, but it was dripping though, right? Yeah, that's but, the but kinky hair. Kinky hair would not look pretty with with just putting some moisturizer. You had to change that texture so that it had to be curly and moisturized. Well, do you see how mine is? I don't know if you saw it. No, no, I really wasn't looking at you really. I'll have to show you one day, but it's Everything you know is one day, one day. If one I day. hadn't have dried it out, I'd be able to do more. And I'll, as I, they have really great. Things now, nice hair masks and treatments that if you really did damage, yeah. you know, I was trying to do rainbow hair. I was doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And if you once you mess with that bleach and you get your hair fried on the ends or you get it too blonde, it's just going to come off. There's nothing you could do. Yeah. You just got to cut but, it off, let it fall to out. You it, honey. You have to... You have to put in conditioners that leave in conditioners. I know that. And then let me tell you what I had. Let me tell you what I was called. Oh no! I was called oh, no. the girl that make your hair grow. <laughs> I had girl. Listen, I had customers who had damage uh, that didn't know how to because they never went to training. They just went to beauty school. They go to another the, the, the classes. I learned how how putting certain products on the hair. Uh-huh. And I was taking manipulate the skin. I even have a machine. To, to, to massage the scalp and you have to come back to me once a week. Don't get nothing done. Just come back. And honey, I had people's hair growing. I bet you did. Yeah, but so me. but that was a that was a safety hazard, right? Because huh? like it's a safety hazard. Like if you had like a date and you had like the fire in front of you and you're trying to lay out, pull a Diana Ross and then you got see, that flammable Jack- stuff on your hair. But Michael Jackson was he see what he did he had that 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 wet. He had it a wet look and didn't and didn't and the, and the person didn't uh, dry out that hair, so it would still have the moisture yeah. look without, yeah. without without the extra yeah, cause liquid. Yeah, because you put a shower cap on. You put a, a cap on the hair, okay. so all the moisture would go into the scalp and the hair and into the cuticle. Yeah, and then you, yes, yes, cuticle, and then you wouldn't have a have to have all that stuff dripping down your neck but we all had it dripping down that because if you imagine if you're dancing huh how did he like dance and then can you just imagine it flaunt the 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 grease just if you're in the front row slapping you in the face like yeah but see people didn't know that then but but when we did learn because i used to experiment with things honey i i I was one of those oh no make wigs make wigs oh no yeah yeah yeah, everything so but i noticed that they weren't doing as much color it was like 
we were the black Asians, right? Because right? yeah, no, everybody had dark hair, right? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. too much colors. And she had real, really uh, super good hair, you know. Um, until Whitney came out with that yellow hair in um, How Will I Know. Remember that curly look and it was like blonde? You don't remember that look? How will mm -hmm. I know? And it was like kind of blonde. I don't remember anybody before that having light colored hair. Well, Shaka's hair was always red, right? Shaka Khan. Yeah. Was it always red? No. I don't. I think, I think it was so. black in the beginning, right? Brown? But honey, tell you, that was the look and the money. Really? Good God and money. Could have make $300 a week. And and so were the men as into yeah. it in the beginning? Or yeah. did it take yeah. them and a minute a to catch time, on? A little time because they didn't want people to say, oh, this turning into a faggot. Look at that long oh, hair. Oh, no. And looking like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Black Jesus. So it was like, it was long, right? Huh? Their hair was like long and thick. Because yeah. it was full, like, yeah. packed on I there. people. Honey, tell you something. We had so many customers, we work all night long and be so tired the next day and keep right on going That's until we almost comes. fell out. But you know what? That So that hair, your collar must have always been... Yeah, it's wet. Until That's... we learned, until we yeah. learned that you could put it on just enough to moisturize. And then that was a different name, right? Cap. Was that called dry curl? And put on a cap. And the hair was moisturizer through the cap. Next day, your hair would be lovely, and you wouldn't have to have that moisture all over your neck. Can you switch it? At, could you switch it out? Like once you did that, could you go back to just yeah, no, your regular hair, no, or you had no, to cut it no, off? No, because because your hair your hair would would die. It would it would come out because you already got one chemical on it. Then you can put another top one on top of that one. You can't do that. But but what if you just stopped doing anything? Your hair yeah, comes you'd out. Yeah, you'd have to still have to moisturize your hair, because right, you know, but it would look keep, it would look jacked massage, up. Massage, how you massage hair for half an hour at a time? People come and get just for massage, just in the machine. I still got the machine, and it would just manipulate, massage, massage, massage the hair. Oh, maybe that made it grow. And it, it, it brought it, it made the stimulate the, the, the cuticles, the, the cuticles to open up and receive um, the product. Mm. And when it opened up, the hair would grow. Mm. The hair would grow. I don't know. Yeah, honey. Who Lord have mercy. Can you imagine? You couldn't tell us nothing. What if the whole family what? had it? Huh? The whole world was getting that, honey. Black people were... They I'm didn't put you, it on babies. would pay $200 to get the hair done. Mm -hmm. That's how bad they wanted this curl. They loved that look. That the hair was growing. Until I oh, figured they out. They look like white people too, I, fi you know? <laughs> I figured out that I didn't need to do anything. When I, The day that I figured out I didn't need to do anything to it, but just wet it and throw some moisture on it, I was like, I'm not giving these people my money. And mm. I started doing different things with my natural hair. And I would be on the set and they would be like, oh, how are you doing that? See, and then go, they all started doing that. We have shows and we still have them. And they and they tell you the latest this, the latest that. But when that curl came out, honey, everybody went crazy. Bought the product, bought the company out of business. I bet. <laughs> I bet. Oh, honey, we were all we were all in that. We were all in that. We were making mucho, mucho, mucho money. Pop and, and then tips. Pop breast was full of money. This both side oh, pockets were full of money. Pocketbook was full of but, money. But wait, wait, wait. So how did you? How did you? Go to the dances. You know, everybody was in a disco. People were on the soul train. Yeah. How could you be? Was that slapping people? You know. No, when but you, you had. had that on? But well, after you learn how 
how to put on you put on a cap and just moisturize oh, like it. you said you yeah, didn't need it, it that, le- leaking that, like that yeah then it would be normal okay and you could swim with that sure oh you can get out then wet your hair down or put moisturizer in oh. i'm just gonna say this little bit um i think uh since 2015 uh, especially when my mom passed away, I don't know. I just follow my intuition, and it was telling me it was uh, I don't know what you call it, but it was something with the trees and the plants, and um, I really felt that the divine was trying to tell me something, and I took all the pictures that I needed to, and. Uh, I still have them, and there were things, a lot of things that I learned since then, and I'm like, what is it? I didn't really figure it all out as yet. Uh, We know that there was the tree of life, okay? That tree, very, very important. We know that those very, very tall trees... uh, were cut down. We know that that, um, well, I'm not going to touch that right now, but, um, what did I want to tell you? So, I think the main thing that the Most High was telling me with that photography and why, when I look at it, it, he's saying to me, don't forget the land. Don't forget the land. It is the key. Those trees are the key to something. And it may be that that trees can be a key to a portal. Such as in the Harry Potter, where they showed you that they could use trees to go from dimension to dimension, right? So if there were big trees that could do that, is that why they cut them down? I haven't figured it all out yet. I don't have all the answers, but there's there's something there's something unanswered with me. I I just know that he's always I think that that photography is to remind me It was to remind me not to forget nature and that as soon as this quarantine is over, I'm going to go out and be in nature because um, a girl was doing something online and she had the trees in the background and my heart just was like, look how beautiful that is, right? So there's, there's a power, there's a power. Earth has its own I wish I could find another word because people are so freaked out by the term magic. But Earth has its own, the land has its own energy and magic. It does. And I can't, uh, that's all I can say is that um, you can't let go of it. Because the wealth 
and the power is in the land. bankrupt because he like really tried to uplift his whole community on his money and looked around and don't know nobody had nothing so that's not that's not good in times like this if they had money like that, they would understand that. Look at look at what Oprah Winfrey gives out hundred million dollars. But that's a tax write-off. Yeah, but I'm saying to give that and and all all those movie stars were giving money like you for this virus. They don't think because it's a tax write-off. They write got off. so much money, and I thought I was too because I was young. Well, what else are they gonna do with it anyway? Right. And it's kind of good publicity, too. That sounds horrible, but I'm saying, what else are they going to do with that money? They can't do nothing with it. Might as well, you know. Help somebody. Well. And you feel so good. Girl, I used to I know I would. You see, see, people I was socializing with knew what I felt hmm. when I gave. Mm-hmm. You have to have a lot of money to understand that. But you also have to have a sensitivity in yourself that's like, okay, this person is not really trying to, you know, yeah, but people it's poor. not give to get, but you got, you could tell somebody's attitude when you feel like, you know, when Jesus said they touched the hem of his garment and he knew some of his energy went out, uh-huh. <laughs> it's like that. Like, you feel like every time you're around this person, you're getting more and more, you know, like. But you see, you see, because of that load that I had, money became a toy to me. I would take a $5 bill and lighten up and get something. That's I ridiculous. The fact that I could do that. This was 80s madness. That was 80s madness. Because there were still black people really hurting. Or was everybody was doing well in the 80s? I don't give anybody money. I don't care who you are. I'm just giving you money. Because I enjoyed giving to you. Because I had it to give Wow. Wow. You don't think nothing about no money. You know what I'm saying? My mama used to tell me when I bought her a $300 sweater. She said that back down in the 80s. Huh. But don't you think of things that you could resell? Don't you think of what are you going to do when you get old and you can't do hair anymore? You can see that far, honey, when you're young, young, young. Young, 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 18, you can see that. You don't know what I'm saying. right, I'll be young and striving. You never thought the hairstyle would change? Huh? You never thought the hairstyle would change? No, because it was for years. What was it, a decade? You know, all that money, honey, I didn't know what I... I used to get on my bed and throw it up in the air. 
How how long did it last? Was it late seventies to the eighties, or was it just eighties? So it lasted like six years. How old was he? I mean, what's his name again? Michael. No, they had all that money. Oh, MC Hammer. He didn't have a Jerry Curl. He didn't have a Jerry Curl. He didn't. No. But he was a happy man. Yeah. to give to people that need it. That's where it goes. I give to the needy and not the greedy. Did people ever look at you funny when you went into the stores and you know? Right, that's what I'm saying. They did. They did. They wonder where you got all that money from. Yeah, and it, and it, and it just one store called Benjamin's. You could shop in all these people. Wouldn't oh, they saw your hair, and they knew that's where you got the money. White people. Oh no. And that's what Indigenous Americans knew, and that's what they're about. All those aunties, they know how to get in there and drop those seeds in the earth and they know how to get they know what to make and you know to to get the plants to grow and now that I think by accident I was looking at the gardening and I was like mm, what do I want to get um, I had one of the most delicious greens that I ever had in my life I know I've had it before but I was never mindful that I was eating it the the church the church gave us some greens and it was the swiss chard and um, for some reason, I always thought it was bitter. But when I had it today, it just tasted like butter. It was delicious. And so I was looking up gardening and all this kind of stuff. And some of the gardening practices, which we're talking about taking waste of food, like produce and stuff like that, and then breaking them down into a concoction to plant in the soil to enrich the growth of your of your plants and I said wow when I was very little I saw my I, I know I saw my aunt putting like pieces of egg like the eggshell in in the in the soil and and I was I mean I don't know I never thought about it like why is she doing that and then I saw this thing on YouTube the other day and it was saying that this guy took some coffee grounds or coffee beans, uh, banana peels, and some egg uh, shells and created a compost and that that can make your garden grow. These indigenous black women, you know, the, the uh, what do they call that, big mamas, they knew this stuff. And maybe they didn't even know how they knew it, but they knew. My grandmother knew, like a chemist. She knew how to 
break down the fruits, how to keep food. If, the, if there was no refrigerator, how to keep stuff fresh that you could just break it out of the glass. How did she know all of this stuff about keeping it in glass, putting this thing with that? Uh, she, could, she knew how to preserve meat without having a freezer. I mean, like, how did they know that stuff? They had, if you ever, you know, in, in hearing about who we really are, really think about some of those things that the grands and the great-grands and the great-grand-aunts were doing. They had a knowledge of this agriculture and the science. And, you know, as much as, you know, people might be like, oh, those people weren't educated or, you know, whatever, they only got so far in school to this and this and this. Remember that they were the ones that taught the pilgrims and all these other people how to live off the land. They had knowledge of the land. And so I think that that is my, the reminder in that photography for me is don't, the land is the most important thing. That's what the Most High is saying to me, you know, over everything that people are trying to acquire. The wealth is in the land. Indigenous black people get on your game with understanding our connection to the land. That's where the wealth is. The true wealth. And then there's hidden wealth. Hidden treasure in knowing the land and what what can be done. It's magic. And it's worth looking at again. Kyla Powers Radio. What a pet wants. What a pet gets. Look at that. Pet pet wants. Oh, the man? Yeah. No, the the store. That's where I get biscuits, snacks, and toys. This is his biscuit store for his animal snacks. Oh. Yeah, if you need if you needed something, it's right here. It's very convenient. And I couldn't believe I got it so cheap. I thought it would be so expensive. And they had some nice things. They have a nice little price range. Yeah. Right here? Yeah, and they got dog stuff, cat stuff, all kinds of stuff. Oh. Reasonable, huh? Yeah, very reasonable. That's why I like it. What was so great about the sweater? Why was it three hundred dollars? Because it was it was made of the best. Of what? Of quality. I said, that's, that's young, honey. That's young. The best. I, I didn't care. It cost three hundred dollars. Did I you didn't really care. need a three hundred dollars sweater? That was the first sweater I bought. My mother said, "Oh my God." Unless it's the really cool. The material was so thick, but it was cool. Whoever made it, the material was like that's all you need was was a beautiful sweater. But 
got a coat. It was so gorgeous. What color was it? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, that's messed I up. Funny. Did it have like designs on it and yeah, stuff? Yeah, it was beautiful, beautiful. And I bought my father one too. <laughs> so they'd be matching, right? Bank? Yeah, because I was young, honey. I couldn't count the money. It was so much coming in. I was sick. Oh my God, God. that's I, a I, mess. I, I, I never forget that. So you I, needed to cut back just to put your money in. Yeah. I didn't have nobody. You didn't yeah. have a cousin, a sister, somebody you could have yeah, come in, up and live she with was you in, in California. Oh. So, do you feel that also your success was because of where you were located? Or it would have been the same anywhere in the United States? Well, I can't say that because all I knew was that people needed money and didn't have what I had. And I wouldn't help anybody. No, I don't mean that. I'm saying, like, you could have done as well for yourself doing that in California or any state. Right? Yeah. Just because it was so popular? Yeah, because it's popular. That's more than it is now. Oh, yeah, well, now you can get nails done. And did they last longer or was it the same? No, they didn't care. The price didn't matter. I learned to do nails so well. I told a girl, you all do hair. I'm going to do nails. When I was making a I was making double money. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, because at least I got something to talk about. Well, because I, the, I guess the beauty it. game got tightened up in the 80s at that point. Gas stations are closed. That one look open, don't it? Ain't, it don't. It ain't open. No. Oh. Ooh, I can't ride around too much. Yeah, today's Monday. Monday. You can't buy gas on a Monday. People look at you riding down the street like, oh, where's she coming from? Oh, where's she going? Wait, you can't buy gas on Monday? That's not so. Everything's closed on Monday. Except for Home Depot. Huh? Yeah. Well, we'll see. I used to be so happy. I was the happiest girl in the world. Because I know I was a living, I was living, and I was living your dream. That, uh, you, there was nothing that you couldn't ask for that I wouldn't give you. Because so that's I why you it, were blessed. I had it. I had it. Uh, and you couldn't even find some of those people years later. Mm. That's when all this died down. Except for the ones that stayed around and just helped me over the years since I fell. Honey, you would you would wonder why I fell so darn low this time in my life. I never needed money in my whole life until nineteen till the two thousand nineteen I needed money. I'll never forget it. And a lot So it taught you to be lot, more more me, responsible. My niece gave me two thousand dollars. A lot gave me three thousand dollars. She's been giving me money all the time. So what what would you do if you could do it again? Oh, how would you do oh, it? Girl, I would go to Hollywood. Hollywood? Oh yeah, you were making all that money and wanted to be an actress. Yeah. 
So why didn't you go to Hollywood? And the Home Depot's right up there. You want to go there oh, first? Yeah. Okay. You might as well go to Home Depot, folks. Oh, no, I'm right here. Oh, you're here. You're going to turn around. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what would you do again? I would, I would go to Hollywood be an actress. I like, I like the theater. Right. And, I, and, I, and I, I, I went to school, and I learned how to do um, uh, independent films. I did three independent films that gave me lead roles. Oh, really? And who did you play? I, 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 could, I could learn a, a part. Yeah, I mean, learn a part. Three lines in a half hour. I learned three, three lines in a half hour. Wow. I'm very good. I'm very good at the theater. You can, and I know that. Oh. Oh, you could tell. Is the bank open? Sir? Is the bank open? Thank you. Why they told you somebody would be in there? Nope, you can't go in there. So put on ten. If you put on the radio, ten ten wins. Maybe they'll tell us if they're gonna uh, open it up soon. Maybe maybe they'll open it up soon. The banks. Go to the window. Just go to the window. I thought you said they told you to come here, yeah, and if somebody, yeah, you should go and check it. Don't just take that guy's word for it. There might be somebody in there, even. They're they not going to let him in, but once you tell them what your problem is, they might let you in mm -hmm. just to get your, you know. In there. Yeah, try. Let me check it. Okay. I don't believe I, I, I don't have a card. <laughs> it feels you know, weird. Like God cut me off on my money. Oh, no. Money. You know what? He's teaching you a lesson. Yes, yeah, to to yeah. I never thought about it either, and now I've I, 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 had I think to think about, about things, it more. Things happen to me. And I haven't done nothing wrong. I said, uh-oh, I did something wrong. You think about it, God, I'm sorry. Please forgive me if I did something. Please. He wants us to, to yeah. pay attention at the value. Yeah, I'm going to try it. Okay. All right, I'll wait for you. Okay. Right. You know what you have to do from now on? You have to repeat it to the person and make them repeat it back to you. And that way there's no, they can't say you said this. You know what I'm saying? Right, so then that means he knew and he was just gonna get a little more. You never know, this is how these people are. Don't worry. It's not worth you getting you know, upset over, it really isn't. We'll figure it out. Not over five. Not over five dollars. You think because you're old? You think it's because you're older, senior, elderly? You're not elderly, really, but you're older, mature. They think that you're not conscious of what you're doing. Right. Because you got people in the car, mm -hmm. you're not listening. Most people aren't paying attention. They got to make that money. Yeah. But I was trying to tell you, you see, George knows.
He don't come. He don't come and ask no questions. He come at me and beat the shit just like that. <laughs> he know, he, Cause he knows what I'm. That's why I said, you stay a nice person, be straight with people, and you won't have to worry about them because they know what you're about. Mm. They just come to your rescue. Boom. Mm. That's right. Now you gotta have do. some. That's the way to do, honey. That's why I said. When I have a friend, I want to be their friend, and I'm gonna be a true friend. Do you have an interesting, huh? I, I'd like to write something based on your life, if I could, if you let me, what? Uh, a story. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yes. Yeah. Well, that would be nice. Huh? That'd be nice. Most of my friends are guys. Oh, what now? I have a lot of guy friends. Yeah. Oh, I know. You know, not nothing romantic. Just, well, no, I mean, you know. just male friends who happen to be male. Oh, what do they do for you? They help me a lot. Okay. Just talking to them is like helpful. They got sense. You know, that's almost as good as having money. If you have a good friend that knows how to give you the answer that you need, that's worth having money. Because they could be like, oh, you know what you should do? You should go do this. Oh, yeah, I have a friend that can do that. My ex was actually like that. He knew one of everybody, every kind of person. Like, everybody knew him. So, like, if you needed something, oh, yeah, here's a card of so-and-so. You know, like, that was... I missed that. That was a good thing. I don't know if he put more gas in Well, he said he showed you the fifteen dollars, but Yeah, cause cause he might be doing that to other people. But you know what? Now you know you learned a lesson that whenever they're putting gas in, my mom did teach me that. Not only the receipt, but be watching it. Be watching it on the thing to make sure that they actually. So this is the last time it'll happen because you're going to be watching. So it's a scam that he does. And who knows if he keeps that $5. You know what I'm saying? If people don't notice, he might be pocketing that $5. My dad told me that they were doing that at another uh, one over there. 
So he's, you know, he's going to make a little on the side because people don't pay it to everybody's got a scam. Probably. Yeah, that gas really ripped us some. Uh-huh. That gas ripped us up. I don't mean the car gas. I meant, you know. Yeah. I meant gas. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Ugh. be like that you were ready you told him you were gonna kick his you gotta be careful because these people are they might surprise you with you know I don't know but you can't be I mean if you had your stick in your hand you could have said that (laughs) but you're you're on tape you know you never know these people are you just gotta watch these people Whenever you can uh, mosey on over. Yeah. 
to my place. How could you tell? I hate to see him get somewhere fast. goodness we're gonna be all right we're just gonna pray and you pray for your three hundred dollars now you know how to manifest it serious serious information about the war in heaven mm-hmm Heaven. When I called Deborah Blair up and I said, well, I want to know where did you get this information? He said, well, look. He said, a black man gave him a book called The Black Man Origin of Space, talking about Sirius. Gave him this book back in the early 70s to the late 60s, and he read the book and gave it back to the guy. When he really got into this, this particular area again, he tried to get the book, but it's earlier than the book that he said, because this book came out in 1981, and it's already out of print. And this book... It's called The Rebirth of Pan by Jim Brandon. And in this book, it gives you a little bit about the war, because I said I wanted to have some documents between this thing and see was this stuff right. And yes, not only do you have a whole section in George Hunt Williamson books about the evil Orions or the evil Sahus, it gives you the whole breakdown. But in this book, it talks about the war in heaven, where it actually gives you hostility between Sirius and Orion. And he said that George Hunt Williamson, he's quoting from this book, uh, from uh, his friends from Sirius reportedly told him about these evil Orions and many others who claimed to, uh, to uh, cross paths with these UFO uh, uh, people in America, some of these white people that crossed paths with them said also too that these people was no joke and there were some evil Sahus or evil uh, uh, people from actually from Orion and from a section of the Pleiades now, you go to the white boys and stuff, they give you all this stuff about the Pleiades. That's their people. 
Now, when we get into we're going to get into this stuff. Believe me, you all stick around because it's going to get very interesting because I'm going to link all this stuff together. Might seem like I'm rambling now, but I'm linking it together. Now, the Pleiades is another constellation called the Holy Seven Reaches. They call them up for the Pleiades and all this, and they're all glorified about the Pleiades. And these white people have got in, in cahoots with the Pleiades and also with the Orions. Well, which is a part of the Pleiades. That whole thing, they have a, a joining link with the Orions. Supposedly, you have the Philadelphia experiment that went on in the 1930s with a guy by the name of Nikola Tesla, Tesla which is a, a, a white scientist that used to could go up on the, the Akashic records of the mental plane and get devices from outer space in his mind, transfer them on paper, and give them to... Uh, uh, and, and would give all these inventions that used to come out, all types of stuff. How many inventions was it? Uh, hundreds. hundreds of inventions and stuff. Getting it off of the mental, or the astral plane, or the, the mental plane, or the Akashic records. He had tapped into this. Well, he was working also with the American government, and they had something called the Philadelphia Experiment. You can get the movie, the Philadelphia Experiment, for those of you who haven't seen the movie. 98% of the movie is real. And there's also a book, and also you can go and rent the video from, um, uh, black media communications on the Philadelphia experiment where they actually had time travel where they transported some sailors from what 1940 what 1943 to 1983 and some of the people that was on that was in this because it was doing it was along with the Navy and some of the people that was actually working with this when they transported these two sailors two brothers to 19. 83, some of the same men that they had seen the same day was already aged and was living in 1983 when these people came and they transported. And this stuff is real. It is as real as you sitting here. If you can think of it, it exists in the universe. You see, the white people know that science fiction is actually science fact. And the stuff that you call real is actually fiction. There's an old saying, truth is stranger than fiction. That's why Oxford Bookstore, both um, the one on Far Road and the one on um, Peachtree Battle, the used one, they got two huge comic book stores. And that's where their kids are learning all the science. They got a group of kids called the Cyberpunks. I happen to meet some of these kids. Let me get into the Philadelphia Experiment and I'll get, anyway, and I'll tell you about that. Or uh, remind me. The Philadelphia Experiment is they invented, invented time travel. Anyway, they sent these two sailors back to 1943, and one sailor had jumped over the boat, and he started deteriorating fast, and they, took, they had to go get his father, took him back into the early 19, 18th, um, 20th century, had another baby, took that baby, snatched that baby into 1943, put the other brother's body in that baby, the soul in that baby, and so on, and this stuff is real. The government has been doing, dealing with this for, for, for years. That particular experiment went into what you call the Phoenix Project, which is 99% of all the stuff coming from the Phoenix Project is coming from the people from the, from the Orions who are giving them this information. They gave them this information, starting with Eisenhower, they gave them this information and said, look, uh, we'll, if, if you give us some land down here because Orion is dying, the planet is dying and the system is dying based on that war that happened. So they got to seek refuge on new land. Well, since Earth is one of the lowest planets that sunk into the lowest part of the universe, the third dimension, everybody's trying to get down here. 
for two reasons. One, to get a spiritual enliftment because this earth is getting ready to be lifted up. And the other is to try to take over because we are backwards and primitive people. Now, they made a, 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 a actual agreement with the government in 1959, I think it was Eisenhower, told them, look, you give us some places underneath the earth or under the, on the land, and we'll give you this information that it'll take you all the next thousand years to get with. But remember now, the information that they gave them is inferior information because it's, the information they gave them is at least 80,000 years old compared to Sirius. I will back up. We're in a wall, right? We got backup. We got all the backup we need. We don't have to pick up one gun. Now, so they gave them this particular information, and this is where the Phoenix Project comes out of, and this is where you have, you have your top secret military UFO programs that's going on in this particular uh, project. You can get a book called The Montauk Project. Who's the book by, you know? We'll give you the name of the book, The Montauk Project. It gives you both the Philadelphia Experiment and the Phoenix Project. So they have perfected, well, they have gone into time travels, the first realms of it. They can do the time travel thing, the first realms. They hadn't gone to the overall part of it because because the Interplanetary Brotherhood is getting ready to stop that. But uh, what's the name of that the, the guy? Uh, uh, Preston B. Nichols with Peter Moon. Preston B. Nichols, the Montauk Project, talks about the Philadelphia Experiment. Now, the Orion people... Now, the Orion people, if somebody's picked that up or whatever, they gave them this particular information. And this is what the government is using. Now, that's why I told you about these, these particular UFOs that can land on the ground. They are, they are governed by electricity. They can land anywhere. That's the inferior stuff that the Orions gave them. The Orions have those particular type spaceships that they've been doing that stuff in because they are backwards because they have been stopped by the Interplanetary Brotherhood, and they never did develop a serious... Uh, technology enough to, to go into what you call the spiritual realms of UFOlogy of uh, 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 technology, which technology is based on the spirituality. This is why some of the UFOs, the ones from Sirius, can disappear and reappear right before your eyes. This is why some of you all don't see them because you don't have your third eye open and why some people that's, that's spiritual enough see them all the time. This is the type of stuff. But anyway, uh, uh, a lot of that is also in other tongues of the flesh. Now, I'm getting on with some other stuff, but what's happening is you have a particular section that's going on with, um, with the actual um, Orions and the government dealing with the particular Orions. Now, you have the, the, the woman, Maine Blavatsky, in the Theosophical Society wrote the books The Secret Doctrines and Isis Unveiled. Two massive volumes, about a thousand pages, pages in each volume. Got all these books and got one or two pages on Sirius. But it was interesting what she said about Sirius. She wanted to put it in there, but then again, they weren't going to focus on Sirius because they was telling the white people, you need to get to a, another certain place in the constellation. Reason why? Because Sirius is the retribution place. It's the place where you reap what you sow, and so the cause and effect, and we're going to do the effect in, at a particular time. You get that right. And this is what this whole planet is governed behind. Now, Blavatsky, but in this particular page, she said, well, if you want to look at heaven, find out where it is. She said, well, we must look at the relationship between Sirius and the constellation of Canis Major and our sun. 
said our sun is about 20 times larger or 20 times greater than the earth. But it falls into insignificance to a greater sun that is about 20 times or 30 times greater than it. And that is serious. That's the first thing she says. The second page, she talks about the same thing about ISIS bringing wheat from Sirius. And also, she said that Sirius is also the lord of the Buddhists. Well, we come to find out that Sirius is the lord of all the religions because all the religions at first started from black people. You understand? And they had one goal in sight. All we are arguing over is the different interpretations or the linguistic interpretations or the cultural or customs interpretation of the same science. You get that? Now, but she has about seven or eight or nine pages on the Pleiades. And she talks about this Pleiades that they're trying to get to and all. Well, there's a lady by the name of Alice Bailey that is in the Theosophical Society that, that is also a part of Blavatsky's group. Then later on, after Blavatsky died, she started doing channeling. Let me tell you what white people are into, how we not advanced. White people are into channeling. Well, they can channel through meditation, can channel and through other types of devices, parts of the universe and get information. They're doing this stuff. I meet them every day. I meet these white people every day that's doing all this stuff. Well, anyway, she channeled this stuff mainly from the Pleiades, and she says in the book that, number one, Sirius is the lord of judgment and the lord of, of karma. You reap what you sow, Maya, cause and effect. You understand? What goes around comes around. The law, or the law of retribution, of reciprocity. She said, but our goal is to get to the Pleiades. We're trying to bypass Sirius and go straight to the Pleiades. Then comes a group of white people that say they are from the constellation of Lyra. See, they didn't see, see uh, uh, Blavatsky and them never did say where they were from. They just said that um, we're trying to get to the Pleiades because they knew what was coming with them from Sirius. Stick with me because I'm going to tie it all in. Are you with me? Okay, now. Then you have Lyra. Now, this is where actually white people say they are from, Lyra. You know they're lying because in their literature, they say that, uh, well, the people from Sirius think they have a personal relationship for Earth because they were the first people on it. But actually, this was Lyra's project, but the Syrians beat us to it, those evil Syrians. In the process of trying to put down a particular group, they end up telling the truth. You understand how that goes? So we want to get you into this particular thing of, of where we are focused and what is the goods and the gold that's getting ready to come to you because the people got a present for you. It's all in you. We so hooked up until I, I just smile saying, hey, we are hooked up. But you and he got to do a particular job. Don't worry about the people out on, the, on, on um, outside. Some of them ain't going to make it, but a lot of them are. It's just us. We have to do a particular job. Now, also the Dogon tells this particular story. The Dogon said that Sirius had to become their over, had to overcome their forms of the devil in Sirius, or set Typhon in Sirius. And they said by this, they said that the, the Dogon. Uh, uh, the dwellers in the Sirius systems, she said the Dogon said that the dwellers in the Sirius system had to be overcome their own particular set. 
But since the Osarian drama was transferred to our Assyrian system, and the earth in particular, we are now faced with some battle of our Syrian cousins fought in another time zone. Well, let me explain what's going on. All the stuff that went on with Orion and this whole war in heaven, you see, up in the space, you have, it's all a mental plane that's going on up there, where your own particular thoughts can manifest. Your own particular thoughts are things. Some of the thoughts that you are getting don't even come from you. They come from people that thought these thoughts a couple of thousand, thousand millions of years ago that's just now manifesting in you. That's why in this book they got a whole section on the wanderers. And guess who the wanderers are? The wanderers are you. Where they tell you never be afraid to talk about an idea. Because you think that you are the only one that thought about it. Some reason you don't say nothing. You'll wait till somebody else documented it. You go, oh, guess what? I had the same kind of idea. When I started getting on the UFO stuff, all these people started telling, coming, telling me all these stories. We'll say nothing to nobody else because you know why. Because everybody say, you crazy. Well, you have ideas in your mind all the time. Great ideas. Stuff that can help your own people, but you never say anything because you, you don't know that in actual out of this stuff exists. You're just thinking it's some crazy stuff. Well, they say, never be afraid to express an idea. Because you were the only one that thought about it. You're not the only one that thought about it. That is a thought that your ancestors thought of thousands of years ago. It's like the brother uh, uh, Jabril of the Nation of Islam, who is the scholar of the Nation of Islam, said, I never thought of a, a single great idea ever in my life. I never thought of a single great idea ever in my life. Because, because we are hooked up with the cosmos, the thoughts are actual things. So your thoughts are thoughts that you just reaching in the universe with your mind and getting them and using them for your own benefit. Well, what happened was, because you had this war on Sirius, this war on Sirius, because you had this war, what happened was, these thoughts traveled through the universe for thousands of millions of years. Since the Earth is on what you call a third dimensional plane, which means everything that gets trapped down here comes into the physical. You get that? Everything get, comes into the physical. These thoughts enter into outer realm and start instant replaying themselves all over again. So in actuality, we don't exist. All that we're going through is something that happened a couple of million years ago that's just replaying itself out. The good part about that is we know that we already won that war. You understand what I'm saying? You see how beautiful that is? It's an re instant replay of things that went on a couple of millions of years ago because this is such a low point that fell into the third dimension. These, this actual thoughts materialize into things and it instant replay itself. In actuality, all what we're going through is something that went on before. And we know the end result is we kick behind and the people from Sirius whip the Orions behind. That's why the Orions is coming here now and in cahoots with our enemies, the United States government and all the action secret societies and all this stuff and giving them science, you see. And the point about that is this. It boils down to this. That even though they got time travel, even though they got time travel, what happened was uh, they, uh, the time travel they got is miniature. So the white boys are trying to do something with time as a cycle of time.
not just transporting, they're trying to actually affect time itself as we know it, based on what the Orions are giving them, because they know that their time is about up. Their time is up in your lifetime in a few years. So now the people from Syria say, well, the race is on. Before you do this, we're going to come in and tear you down. That's why Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that if the, if the white boy find the true meaning of time out, or the atom, it will take all of the interplanetary brotherhood to take him off the planet. That's why the rush is on to get to them before they go into and tap into some other stuff that will actually affect the universe. Now, let's go into some things from Sirius. In the 1960s, in Spain, a group of people contacted some people in Spain and the name of these people were called UMO, U-M-M-O. The, uh, uh, which is described, it says what it is, is it's a cosmic federation of planets has been receiving, received by people in Spain. The people in Spain got this information from these people from uh, UMO that claim to have detail, de details on the, uh, on the origin of civilization. So that's nobody but our people that know all of this stuff that went on before. Now, it says... This, this is the quote taken from the actual the people from Umo. And I'll tell you what, Umo is a code for another word. It says, we wish to inform the planet Earth. Our origin and purpose are visit to you, uh, uh, purpose of vi uh, visit to you. We come from Umo, a planet that rotates around the star Imaya, recorded under the designation of the wolf. Now, Imaya, or Imaye, is an African deity from the Yoruba. It's also Imaye in the Dogons, which is the people that, that supposedly, uh, that, that got all the stuff from Sirius, say that it's the third planet around Sirius that our ancestors and our people live on. They say in the designation of the wolf, the wolf is a dog and it means the dog stuff. You understand? These people were contacted and they gave them this information about Imaya. Now this is a key point about the Imaya thing, is the Dogon told them not only do we have a Sirius B that the European couldn't see, which is the burnout star, we also have a Sirius C that a scientist in the 1950s saw it twice and never saw it again. And this is supposedly where our people are on. For those of you who didn't get that Dogon story about our people are on a particular planet. And at a particular time, they're going to return with the ancestors of man and come from the water, and they're going to subdue their evil brother, Set, or the evil brother Oku, which means the pale fox, pale meaning white, or the governments of the world. Because some of these white people down here don't, believe it or not, I've, I've been noticing this stuff, and let's not be hypocrites. Some of these white people now don't do no more to you than your own people do to you. They're just out there. Let's just face it. If you're thinking positive, are you thinking conscious, you're quickening this way to the level of the object. If you're thinking negative, you're quickening that way. As a matter of fact, that's the electromagnetic current that's in the universe, and if you reject it, they say this is why you're having a lot of heart attacks within the last because of this electromagnetic current in the universe. People think, people think uh, so now, this black substance is all around. Well, what is it? 
It is the stuff that holds the universe in order. Is what this stuff is. Um, it's called the dark matter. Now, what is the dark matter? And what does this stuff do? And number one, how does this stuff relate to us? Okay. Number one, the black cycle or the black substance will, let me, let me read this part, right out of the book. Good little book. The spirit, um, the spirit came and um, gave me the, uh, that Kundalini West, uh, the Kundalini West book by, what I said her name was, Anna Marie, Anna Marie Carlton. Old white woman, she might be dead now, but the spirit say, get that book. And, um, Sister Sun said, get this book. And I got this book. I've been planning for this lecture for months. Sun said, get this book right now. And I opened the book up, and boom, all the stuff I needed. Few little keys is in the book. Listen. Uh, every 12,000 years, men on earth are recipients, are recipients of a golden age, which was the result of, of sequential polarization of powers experienced in every 2,500 years time cycle. At the end of 12,000 years, mankind of mankind developed in the Earth solar system. The great sun, our solar sun Sirius, unites with the sun of, the, of this entry into the solar system. This is the, it, last, uh, uh, it lasts for a period of 2,000 years. So we, we might have been under this thing because we get ready to get out of this. It says, in this time, men and women both uh, bring the yin and the yang polarity balance together in the inner consciousness. Experience, and they experience God consciousness. Okay, now, and they balance the soul and the spirit together. So now we are coming into the point where as in the cycles, you got a lot less sexism, not just for black people, but also for white people. Now, it's all based on this particular uh, serious uniting with the actual sun. Now, what does this mean? If Goddess Ramesses said that we are born out of sex,